Lord, we thank you today. We give honor to your most holy name. We appreciate you, Father. Almighty God, we worship you. We give you honor and glory that is due to your holy name. We appreciate you for being there for us. Thank you for this week again in your presence as family. We worship you, immortal God, eternal rock of ages. We appreciate you. Our God and our maker, we say thank you. For you are good, for you are kind, you are holy, you are righteous. All glory and honor and part your name in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. We enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts and into your court with praise. We enter with thanksgiving. We say, Lord, be glorified in the name of Jesus. Be exalted forever, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, Lord. Most holy, most righteous Father, we thank you. Glory be to your name. Holy, most holy is your name. Holy, most holy is your name. Thank you, Father. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we adore you. Lord, we thank you immensely for your faithfulness all the time, for your kindness all the time, for your mercy all the way. We bless your name. We thank you. Hallelujah. In appreciation of your goodness, we say thank you. In appreciation of your kindness, we say thank you. You are the one that fights our battles. And we thank you for, 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 for being there for us every time. Lord, we adore you. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome today. Holy Spirit, you are welcome into this gathering. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We appreciate you. We are so glad that you, are, you made it possible for us to be here today again. Allah be thy name, Lord God Almighty. Allah be thy name. God Almighty, we worship you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have worshipped. Amen. You are welcome to the presence of the Lord this moment. You are welcome to this meeting today again. We bless the Lord since last week when we had this uh, program like this. The Lord was faithful to keep us till today. And we bless the Lord for those of you that are just joining us in the studio. You are welcome. Kamal Karim. And Mikhail Goransen. Mikael Gorasi. God bless you. We love you with the love of Jesus Christ. Sorry for calling your name that way. You know, this is language problem. It's not intentional. We bless the Lord for your life. Uh, we welcome you to this meeting again. Uh, as we go into another time, and another round of time with the presence of the Lord on the issue of fence 
mending a marriage garden. So, and that we thank God because each of us we belong to a family, and uh, we are we are we, we too we are sparring. Those of us that belong to family, of us that belong to family, are still aspiring to establish family. We know that the Lord is faithful who will give us good family. And if the Lord has given us family, we pray that the Lord will nurture our family with his grace in Jesus' mighty name. Today is a glorious day for us, and we know that God is going to bless us really this day in the name of Jesus. I want to call my sister, Grace, to uh, just review, uh, uh, take us into the review of what the Lord uh help us to do last week so so that we review it in order for us to in order for us to uh to go forward because we have to do that as good teachers we have to review the past lesson so as to understand what was in the mind of the lord for us to do again in view of what we learned last last week the lord bless you as we listen to her now holy spirit divine, holy spirit divine we want to appreciate, want to appreciate you for another opportunity to minister grace and life to families by the reason of first mending in this relationship thank you for the opportunity before we go into today's teaching let the Holy Spirit take charge of everything we're going to do today in Jesus' name. Before we go into today's teaching, we want to quickly, as a good teacher, you know, revise or summarily revise what was done last week. But I'm believing God as you download uh, the last week's Saturday lesson, you have the full, the full insight into the whole thing. But to summarize what was done last week, by the grace of God, we went into the into the book of uh, Songs of Solomon. That was the foundation, and we were talking about the lover of our youth, how we should enjoy her or him, because that's the only portion we have in life. Every other thing is vanity. Then we went into the Garden of Eden where the what we can call the more modern marriages uh, seriously speaking the bible had not recorded any modern marriage for us we can pick one thing or the other in some marriages but wholesomely there is nothing nothing written on modern marriage so that is why we had to go to the beginning in genesis 2 and 1 2 3 where God initiated marriage. And by the grace of God, God was able to teach us a lot of things, even in that garden, about marriage, concerning his mind when he initiated marriage. And with that eye opener, I for one can see that I have a duty to perform to my Lord. I'm not just in relationship for being there sake. And the same insight or foresight we want you to have concerning marriage now. Different from the way you'll be looking at it. 
the kind of mentality we used to have in the past. Get into marriage, have children, nurture them, enjoy the fruits of your labor, that is the end. It's more than that. And because we are having that kind of wrong mindset, that is why when the woman is not bringing forth on time, there is trouble. But by the time you follow these episodes, and you really know the import in the mind of God, why he initiated marriage, thank God if there are children, thank God if there are no children. The two of them, male and female, created he in. They are a church. In fact, they are more than a church to chase 10,000. Two shall chase 10,000. That is the two. That is, I'm revising what he said last week. That is the two that allow God to begin the marriage. They are more than a whole church because if it is God and the two in it allows God, they will be of one mind, one language. What the other one says is what the other one is saying. Anyway, even when they, they are not together, they, 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 are, they are flowing in the pedestal of the creator to align with his mind for marriage. And therefore, one Lord, one baptism, everything one. And that is the kind of marriage God wants. By the time everything is unified, then they become bone to bone indeed and flesh to flesh. So taking us to the Garden of Eden, we look intensely and deeply into the purpose of God for marriage to correct our mentality and mindset so that we start to see how important we are, especially those of us in relationship and those of us that will still get into it so that we know how important that assignment is and we take it as serious as that. And because the world is not knowing the import, why the initiator, their creator, our creator, initiated that marriage, that's why it is easy to get out of it in the name of diverse. That is why it is not easy to set a chorus. Because I want to prove my point, you want to prove your point. But when you see, when we, the, the two of us, male and female in it, and those that will go into it, see that, this assignment is of God. I must make it work. And the other one also says, I must make it work because I'm going to account for it on the reckoning day. With that mindset, it will be easy to set it correct because it's not about the female, it's not about the male, it's about the God that gave it for a purpose. So that purpose must be fulfilled so that we are not guilty on the day of reckoning. So, uh, Brapo made us realize the importance of marriage, especially for the fact that, you know, it was the man that was first of all created, as he, as he said last week, and which everybody knew or knows. Now, but God said it was not good for that man to be alone. His assignment was to keep the garden. But we are referring to that garden now as your marriage as a garden, my marriage as a garden. And those of us that will still go into it, our marriage is the garden. Okay, it is not good for the man to be alone. God made a help meet. A time will come when we elaborate on what it means to be a help meet, not a help mate. 
but a help meet somebody to help that man meet the desire of God for that for his life to keep that marriage and to fulfill his purpose. So a day will come when the women will be talked to. But for today, to revise the lesson, he made her realize that that garden where God put the first family, which is representing all the family from that first generation to the last, including mine and yours, that is a holy garden. You can agree with us too that a, a place where the fruit of life, the, the, the tree of life is, is grown such that whosoever eats out of the fruit will never die again. Must be and was and still is a holy ground. That is to say that your marriage garden is holy unto the Lord and should be regarded so. Not, not handed with levity the way we are doing it these days and even before now. It is a holy thing, a spiritual thing. God is particularly interested in it and he's depending on that your marriage to fulfill a particular purpose. And if it's depending on you, failing on that marriage means uh, you, are, you, are, you are disrupting the plan of God concerning the satellite art as a kingdom of, of the heavenly. So God will help us to see the import. Aside the, 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 the tree of life that he pointed us to, he also pointed us to the river that has no name, never knew before, that exuded from the Garden of Eden. It, it, it was a river that has a source. Nobody knew the source. Just like the, the tree of life, it, it, it must have been a unique, special, very important river to do a particular thing. I will not, I will not, I will not be, I will not be missing word if I say it could be a river of life. It could be a river of life because in heaven, according to Revelation there, as we have the tree of life by the river, we also have three, the river of life. When people, that made, those, that, that, those of us in, by God's grace that made it, when we eat out of the tree of life, we will die no more. We will be renewed. Our ages will be renewed. We drink of the water of life, never to die again. So if I want to say that river that is coming from that garden, which is your marriage, the intention of God, aside from that tree of life to give life, is the river of life to bless nations. To bless nations. And he, he, he stressed the fact that the river has a source, Flowing but has four heads. And that four heads to a villa, to this, to that, pointing to the four poles of the world. South, east, west, and eastern part of the world. To cover the whole world. That is from your own marriage alone, God wants to give life mm. to the whole world. Mm. From your marriage alone, God wants to restore what the devil has stolen from man. From your marriage alone, God wants impartation of life Amen. to the people of the world. That is to say, the two of you that are starting the, 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 the family, you are of value to God yes. because it's a special assignment. Yes. And without your marriage, without my marriage, my junior, my garden, your garden, 
the devil will have uh, uh, will have won the battle. Not to fear. So whatever you are doing in that marriage that is not fulfilling the purpose of God, anything happening in that marriage that is not allowing peace, love to to flow, is disrupting your Creator's plan. That is the point we are making, and that is why the 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 the, the, the husband has to mellow, and the wife has to mellow. The Lord will help help you to see as deep as the Holy Spirit is revealing it. So that you, you, you will not be the one to disrupt the plan of God for the world, starting from your marriage, Amen. starting from my marriage. I too will not be the one to do that. And since we know it is that important, uh, even where, where there are no being peace, and we don't have the mind of bringing peace, we want to because of God and his purpose, and for his arch enemy not to rejoice over him, your creator. You want to allow peace. You want to allow love. And you want to be the first light to shine into the darkness and the chaotic, riotous situation of that family. Just in the honor of the God, of the God that created you, whom you will account to. God bless you. He stressed so many importance of the river. And in, 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 in Isaiah 60, I think around the last verse, there are around 21 or 22, a single child brought out of that family is a nation. A single child brought out of that family is a nation. And you can agree with me that the only Isaac, the covenant child of Abraham, is from him exude nations. It is a common knowledge. It is known by everybody that Isaac has covered the world. And when the Christ that came through him brought us that are not even worthy, called Gentiles, that are not the region from Abraham, brought us into it. So we are, the single Isaac is not just a nation, but nations. The same way, the child from that family, if only we do it the, the, the way God wants it to be, is a nation. And the two source, that is you and the male and the female there, if through you, God bring out nations to bless his work or art and to expand his kingdom to, 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 to shut up his enemy. What do you think will be your reward? So is 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 in fact, family, I mean the, the, the home ministry or marriage ministry is greater than the ministry of building cathedrals. I'm not I'm not I'm not swallowing my words. Mm. Because where there is no good family, there's no good church. And where there is no good family, there is no good clan, no good village, no good town, no good city, no good state, no good nation, no good continent, no good world. So if I'm saying your family, the two of you there, starting a family, you are bigger than cathedrals. Your ministry is more important than whosoever you are building cathedrals. Because without you succeeding in that family, the cathedral people had failed. The nation has failed, and everything has failed on earth. And the enemy will love over our God. Mm. I believe you will not allow that. Mm. So the importance of the river, the importance of the, of the see, see, see the function of the tree of life. See the function of river. Whenever we measure water, 
you know what it means. And if it is coming out, if God is expecting it to be to come out clean out of your out of your family, to reach the four corners of the world, that is to say, we must not fail him. He's your creator. The purpose for which he created that family must not fail. And we have said something. Many of us didn't know it is it was this important. And we went into it and see it as ordinary. So we are in it already. You can see, and that is why this topic has come up. Because our God is a God of second chance. He's a God of second chance. You have missed it. You did not call him into it. You did not know it was that important, that it was a ministry. Even more important than how do you have a cathedral. Now that you know it is already, the foundation is already, is already faulty. According to the Bible, when the foundation is faulty, there's nothing the righteous can do. But the God that made the righteous is here to, to mend that marriage, however bad. If only you, you own up and say, I caused it. Don't, don't, don't shift blame anymore. The, the, the shifting of blame puts all the descendants of Adam and Eve, including I and you, into this condition we are now. If Adam has said, oh Lord, uh, I, I, I am sorry, I am sorry, have mercy on me, he did not even give any excuse, probably we will have been reading a, a different story now. And this calamity, sickness, death here and there will not have been. And if, if, if I said, I'm very sorry, sir, just have mercy on me, probably we will not have been having this story. So when we are talking like this, don't say, is the one at fault? I'm not the one. No, don't shift that blame. If he had blown it hot and you have met it with coldness, your mother would not have been like that. So for, for, for blowing it hot to pay evil for evil, that is why it is like this. So you have your fault. I have my fault. He has his fault. That has his fault. So let's own up and accept our own fault. Go to God to settle it. Then own, our, own up on our fault to, to our spouse then God is looking for that kind of humility. The devil through, through pride turned the work of the Lord or God Almighty upside down. But Jesus, through humility, turned it upside by going through whom he, he created, by allowing those that he created to, to put him to death, and he thereby uh, put, uh, put up what the devil had turned upside down. If only you accept and allow the humility of Christ, then your marriage indeed, your marriage daddy, as, the, as another section is going on now, we are going to part two. The marriage, your marriage daddy can be made, the defense can be made by the law. And as you cooperate with the law, there's nothing too hard for him to do. And indeed, you bless God for allowing the humility of Christ, for cooperating with the uh, uh, creator so that you will not be judged at the end of the day. God bless you as you don't shift you don't shift blame but accept responsibility on your part without humility after settling with God you not go to your spouse and without humility let him know where you have contributed to where what is defense that has broken down in that humility he will be touched you because you are going with the Holy Spirit and before you know it your marriage garden shall surely uh, your married garden fence shall surely be mended. Thank you. That is the revision of the whole thing. And this is episode two. 
uh, come with us and enjoy the Lord. The Holy Spirit has gathered you, not come in vain, in Jesus' name. Over to Brapol. Amen. Amen. So be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God has been so good to us. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we go into your word, Holy Spirit, teach us your word in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we need you. We need you to teach us, to give us understanding, to give us utterance in the name of Jesus. Grant us utterance, grant us understanding that as we speak and as we hear, Lord, each of us shall be blessed Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Let your heaven be open right now for families and for individuals that are listening to this message and for, and for everyone that is downloading and everyone that is joining on the studio in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. This is episode two of Mending fence in marriage garden. Fence mending in marriage garden. Thank God for the preview of last week. Last week I promised to give us the four names of the rivers and the meaning of the names. That river that we read of in the book of Genesis chapter 1, I mean chapter 2, uh, from verse 10 to verse 15 or to verse 13 rather I mean verse let's say first first 14. Uh we said that the the the, the 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 rivers is located inside the garden of the marriage and uh, from there it parted into four and reaching out to the whole world it compassed the land of Avila it compassed the it compass the I mean, all lands. And then we later find out that uh, this four river is standing for four continents of the world. The four continents of the world. We, we know we have four continents in the world. America, Africa, Asia, and Europe. Praise the Lord. And these are the four continents that the Lord put on the head of the marriage, put in the administration of the of home from the beginning, which means divine idea there is, was that the Lord wanted to reach the world through marriage. And still to today, this is what the Lord is doing. And uh, any marriage that does not fulfill divine agenda is not married that God recognized in heaven and on earth. So that's the reason why we are looking into this subject that the problem of the of the of the family of the first was that they didn't mend the fence and the gates. They didn't mend the gates of their family, of that garden, and they allowed intruder to come into the garden. That was the problem, and this had been the problem of every marriages because. And most of us that are entering into marriage, we did not know that marriage is not just for keeping woman and keeping a man as lover. Mm. 
is more than giving birth to children also of course children giving giving birth to children is one of the most important thing there also because uh so those four rivers that we said uh, parted uh, i mean that means those one river that parted into four from the from the garden and reaching the old world so meaning that the lord himself had already uh, mapped out the jurisdiction of what family i mean of the family from the beginning the jurisdiction the catchment area that marriage must cover it means that it must cover the whole world from there if you know that if you have the idea of why god made marriage to be from the beginning and we are entering to marriage eh being male and female we are entering to marriage as male and female then it shows that uh if you understand what marriage was from the beginning then we will be able to uh to do the right thing when we enter there because most of us did not know that marriage is more than sex and having children most of us that we enter our marriage we have entered we entered our marriage in through lust we enter our marriages through what through lust and as we enter through lust lust was controlling and when the lust was there every foundation that we have then is wobbled and it will invite the enemy to come and rule over the family but if we understand that marriage is divine idea and for divine projects to reach out the whole world then we know how to enter into it and how to maximize our duty as family as family member now the four rivers that part that uh, the, the the river that parted into four that has four heads reaching out the whole world we say one the what the, the first river was pisin uh that was what you found in uh, verse 11 pisin then gion and then uh, that we found that one in verse 12 of genesis 2 and then idekel then that was in verse 3 uh, hallelujah i mean verse 13 uh, i was in verse 14 idekel then ifrit that is a uh, uh sorry yes ifrit thank you so much that is in verse 14 also and what is the meaning the four river number one peace mean flow over flow over can you see divine idea in the name of that river pizin and you can ask me who gave that name who gave the name pizin it was god probably it was a god or adam or adam god in adam who named the river pizin uh you know they were flawless at that time so everything they did was holy and was by god flow over meaning that there is this this is prophetic the river uh, is is being called flow over or spread amen spread flow over that is pisi another name the other river is gihon which mean breaking forth breaking forth breaking forth in everything in happiness is talk about happiness also something that is 
you are breaking forth in joy and happiness and in every every glorious thing breaking forth that does not that does not does that not sound prophetic also Idekel, talking about swift or quickly or rapidly flowing that which flow rapidly Idekel. is that not prophetic enough also which shows that divine idea is this behind the river let's talk about the, the last one Ifrit, that is fertility or sweet stream. Fertility or sweet stream. Sweet stream. Now, all these four rivers, the one that went to, I mean, to Africa, one that went to America, one that directed to where? To uh, uh, Asia, and the one that was directed to uh, Euphrates. And as you know that rivers today are means of forming boundaries, Abi, for nations and for cities and for villages and even for well, whatever. So, which means the I mean rivers, uh, rivers is important to man. So it starts a lot of things. So if these four rivers parted from that garden of Mar the garden of Eden. Uh, or let me say garden of marriage of the first family then it shows that god have a divine idea for your whole family also for the marriage that you are about to enter and for the marriage that you are in already so which means divine agenda must be fulfilled in your marriage no wonder what the lord spoke to me about uh that i told you last week the lord spoke to me says son that was the time when I was uh, in dilemma of uh, of marriage. At that time, whether to make a choice between what I have known before and the new that the Lord wants me to know. Praise the Lord. I wanted to put, I wanted to go to the direction of the one that I knew before, what I know before. <laughs> that was the day. The Lord just spoke that word in my that was the time the Lord spoke that word into my heart. Son, well, I just heard a voice. Clearly, I didn't hear the God did not call any son, whatever before he said it. I just heard that word. What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. I said, Yes. And what followed it from the Lord was marriage is made for my purpose. And any marriage that does not serve my purpose. I, God, deserve the right to put it asunder. Meaning that God himself has the power and the authority over your marriage, over my marriage. Amen. He's the one. He's the sole authority. You can't do anything, anyhow, especially if you are having a calling upon your life and you marry against the calling of the love for your life. Whoever you are, a male or a female, God will still be jealousy. Sorry, God will, be, will still be jealous. God bless you. Thank you, there. Thank you for that. God will still be jealous because our God is a, is, a, uh, is a jealous God. He will be jealous about you and about your calling. If your calling or your ministry is not in tandem with your marriage, and, is, and if it's not in tandem with your marriage, 
I mean, with the with the with the global the plan of God for your life, that marriage is an enemy. Is an enemy of God, because anything that does not give God His glory or that deprive God's glory, God will not joke with it. Especially if you belong to God, uh, that's the reason why before you get into marriage, you must be sensible and you must be spiritual. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So for you to know that all these four rivers that parted from Garden of Eden with those four names flow over, spread, meaning that God wants to spread throughout the whole world. Then breaking forth is not going to, it's not going to, so uh, it's not, that, that I took time to check all this one, all this meaning. I checked from one portion to another, from one to another, before I found out that the, there is this uh, regularity where in, in, in the meaning. So I pick it. Praise the Lord. For you to know that. Uh, so breaking forth. Gehom, breaking forth. Meaning that these are the things that the Lord designed marriage for. Marriage must flow over and spread throughout the whole world. Through marriage, there must be, there must be breaking forth. Hmm. After there is flowing over and spreading. Through marriage, there must be breaking forth. Hallelujah. And that also, through marriage, there must be rapid movement, rapid growth, rapidness. I be, am I correct in that English? <laughs> uh, for, forgive me, I'm not an English teacher. An English teacher is here before me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, there, there must be, there must be, uh, there must be this, uh, 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 what do I call it now? Swiftness uh, in, in things or sequential things that must be happening in the family that we gender growth and progresses. Huh? That is what that one is talking of. Rapidly flowing. That is Ideke River. Then Ifrit, fertility. Talking of through marriage, there must be what? Fertility. And everything must be sweet. That was what God created marriage for. And that was the reason why God, why Satan made, made marriage his own center of attack also. Because he's enemy of God. And if those gl glorious and good things were to flow from the garden of Eden, from the garden of marriages, then it shows that that marriage must be fenced properly. It must be kept properly. It must, you must, you must protect it. Jealously, jealously, it must be jealously guarded. Ah, with all this thing that you see there, huh? from, the same, from the same garden was flowing all this, eh? spreading over, flowing over. See, divine idea. See what God had in mind. For making a marriage, for making marriage from the beginning, and God is eternal, who made it so, and is still, and what the Lord made the marriage to be for from that beginning is still existing to today. God is still in the business of keeping His project work, of making His project of marriage work, and as we are entering into it, we must be, we must be very sensible, we must be very careful, or as we have entered there, we must be very careful. Because why? God, if, when you look at your at marriages today, all these four rivers that were, talking, that were spoken of from Gen Genesis 2, that flow from the Garden of Eden and parted into four, the four, the river that flow from Garden of Eden and parted. We said last week that that river did not have any source than God. Meaning that God was the one that will be releasing the water from his presence. Wow from his presence. Things must be flowing from God directly through family to the whole world. Which means that 
your marriage and my marriage, if it's not serving that purpose, that something is flowing positively, gloriously from your marriage to the whole world, even to the neighbors, even to the nations. Yeah, if it is not happening like that in your marriage, wow, that marriage is questionable. That marriage is what? Is questionable. And until, until your marriage begins to produce results for God, then I pray that you will not rest. Even the Bible said, give him no rest. Till he make Jerusalem a praise or not. You will give God no rest. You begin to tell God, even your life personally. And when we are talking about, I mean, some, I mean things of river flowing from that marriage, uh, and parted into four, it shows that it's a life, the virtue that must be released from the family, and the soul and the mind and the body of the of the of the of the, uh, of the member of the family is the one that keeps that flow of the river intact, that keeps the blessing thereof intact, that keeps the glory and the names that these four rivers that flow from the Garden of Eden, that gave the, I mean, the, the names that the names of those rivers that carry such blessings, it is from their lives that those that dwell there in that garden, that, uh, uh, that, this, that, that this water we carry is blessing, or this river we carry the blessing and flow over to the whole world. That was why we went to the book of Ezekiel chapter uh, 47, Abby. Chapter 47 last week, where we talked about uh, the river which uh, Ezekiel passed, and the Lord made him to pass through. And then that river to the Anku, the river to the, to the Nis, the river uh, that all those things. And the Bible said, after all, the river, the river became a river that you cannot just uh, cross. I mean, you, you can you can you can cross, but to swim. And then uh, showing that that river is flowing steadily and wherever that river goes according to that scripture the bible said it brings healing blessings hallelujah praise the lord it brings healing and blessings to wherever it flows that is your life meaning that the life of yours in that marriage that you are and the life of your spouse is meant to be the source of of life the, the carrier of virtue eh? To be delivered to the old world and if your marriage is not serving that purpose and your marriage is not if your if your life is not releasing virtue then i don't know what you can call that marriage to be and that's the reason why today the lord is taking us through this teaching of on the topic of mending your your life's fence to mend that of your marriage if we've said that there is glory that must be kept and that will be guarded in the family, blessing that will be guarded in the family in such a garden of our marriage as we saw it from the beginning, that what flowed from those that marriage was all over blessings, glorious things. Those four rivers. I mean, those, those the, the one river that, that flowed from the garden and parted into four. And the number one of the name of that river is Pizin which is flow over, meaning flow over or spread. And Gion, second one, Gion, talking about breaking forth, breaking forth, or Edekel, talking about rapidly flowing, swift, no limitation. Hallelujah. 
huh? and running through and walking through everything is working. This is what God designed the marriage for. Hallelujah. Then Ifrit talking about fertility or sweet. Is it, that mean? It means it's a, 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 a marriage is created for fertility, and everything we lay our hands upon to do must what must prosper. No wonder the Lord gave them that blessing. And he, oh my God, see, I, I just ponder in your heart. Have that in mind. Is this the beautiful thing that God had for us in marriage, and we lost to Satan? Ha! May the Lord deliver us. I beat, I beat the table here before me because of anger inside. Why? Why should we allow the devil to carry away such blessings? Through apple, through, oh my God, may God deliver us in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God for Jesus for restoring all these things to us. So if uh, we believed, if we believe that our life is a source of blessings and must be a source of blessing as spouses, in our garden of marriage, then first thing must be done. And the first thing that must be done is that we must mend our life fence first. There must not be any intruder apart from Jesus, which means that we must have married Jesus and Jesus would have married us before we get married. Hallelujah. We must marry, we, must have, we ought to have married Jesus, and Jesus will have married us before we get married. Meaning that we should be, for, we should be first of all Jesus' spouses. If you are Jesus' spouses, then he will give us the understanding of what we are entering when we are entering marriage. If you have married Jesus, if Jesus had been our wife, our husband, because all of us, we are church of God, and we are wives of Christ. And if we have married Jesus, and Jesus has married us, then our obligation to keep, uh, to, keep, to, to keep our marriage garden, we will understand it fully. And we will, we will commit ourselves into it. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, the first question is, is Jesus your husband? Have you married Jesus? Because the candidate that is that is qualified enough to mend fence in marriage. If marriage is what we explain it to be, so spiritual, so glorious, so powerful, so mighty, and God himself who created it is the same, mighty, glorious, and powerful, then those of us that we keep the fence or mend the fence of marriage to mend it successfully, we must have married Jesus. We must have been in the fence of marriage with Jesus. And Jesus must have made us our, our, his own wife ever before he gave us our husband or wife naturally, which means that our spirituality must be there. Are, there is a, there is a there is a message that you want us to check in the book of Song of Solomon. We read it last week, but we didn't uh, go into it or really, I mean, uh, delve into it. But we just read it. Let's go to the Song of Solomon together. Then that is where we see our we find our the qualification for being Christ's wife, for being Jesus' spouses. Yes. Are you a spouse to Jesus? 
Because it is only when you are spouse to Jesus that we, he will commit to you the ministry of what? Don't worry. The ministry, the ministry of mending friends successfully. Praise the Lord. If you want to mend friends and you want to receive the ministry of friends mending, you will not be able to even do it if you don't know Jesus Christ. Because marriage is spiritual, like we said. And it is only where marriage is spiritualized. As we used to say in this ministry, that you can enjoy the blessing therein. So that's the reason why you must start with Jesus. You must start, every marriage must start with Jesus. The marriage that God, where God will keep the fence thereof with you, and you will keep the fence thereof with God, must be behold. The, the individuals in that marriage must be owned by Jesus Christ. Must have things to do with Jesus. Hallelujah. No more, no less. Anything below that, God is not there. Are you for Jesus? Husband in a marriage, are you for Jesus? Is Jesus controlling you? Wives in the marriage, do you belong to Jesus? Have you encountered Jesus? To keep the fence of marriage will have been so easy if you understand who Christ is. The problem of marriage is that each of us, we are living segregationally. We are living in dichotomy. We prefer something more than something. We prefer more, many other things than loving Jesus and sacrificially following him. And because we have not given to Jesus, we are not, we are not able to give, give him or tolerate our, our spouses. Praise the Lord. Because the spirit of Jesus in a spouse is the spirit that keeps the marriage going. And it is the spirit that agrees with God to keep the fence or main defense of marriage and even keep the gate of marriage. So problem begins when Jesus is not, is not your spouse. I mean, when, yes, when Jesus is not your husband. When you are not a spouse of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us to be the spouse of Jesus today in the name of Jesus. Let's quickly go to that scripture. Sons of Solomon chapter 4. That's where we want to read our the qualification of the wife of Jesus Christ. From verse 12. Amen. Let's read from verse chapter 4, verse 12. Read for us. Mama, hallelujah. Amen. You are sleeping. Praise the Lord. Ah, we're in the studio. God bless you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. Please wake up. Hallelujah. Read for us. Uh, um, Songs of Solomon chapter 4. That is nature for you. You can't cheat nature. Because the fire, the, 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 the hair is blowing to you. <laughs> So mind us here. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse of Solomon chapter 4, verse 12. From verse 12. Read through to verse 16. A garden en enclosed. Okay. A garden enclosed is my sister. Mm -hmm. My spouse, a spring shut up, a fountain soul. God bless you. Stop there first. We want to be picking it one by one. We don't want to read it first and then we begin to know. Let's go, let's go systematically with it now. What are the qualities 
qualities of Jesus' spouse. If being Jesus' spouse, we make defense mending possible. If Jesus, as Jesus, if if being Jesus' spouse, we make the ministry of because fence, I mean, mending fence in ministry, I mean, in marriage is a ministry. It's a ministry. But if you don't have, you have the understanding of who you are to the one that instituted the marriage, that is Jesus Christ. You will not be able, you will not even understand your ministry. But when you encounter Jesus Christ in this way, number one, he said, a garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. A garden enclosed, a bad garden. What does that mean? It means that there is no any other gate that is opening elsewhere and for somebody else than the gate of your life and the life of you as spouse being open for your husband, Jesus Christ. Being Jesus' spouse, you know, the book of Songs of Solomon is written for the church. It's talking about the church, the love, love between the, the church and our, our, and our husband, Jesus Christ. So this, the, song, the book of Songs of Solomon is a spiritual book. Of course, he talk about all these kind of thing that lustful people we uh, interpret to to suit their their uh, their, their evil desires. But yet, if you are spiritual enough and you are following us in this scripture, you find out to know that uh, uh, the Songs of Solomon is written. It's a spiritual. It's a spiritual song. Hallelujah! A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. A spring shot up, a fountain seed. Only for her husband. If you are for, if you are Jesus' spouse, then you must be only for him. And your the garden of your life must be only open for him. You must be an enclosed, enclosed spouse unto Jesus. Your spring, the spring of your life must be shut up only for him to be opened. And your life must be a sealed up life only for Jesus Christ. What does that talk is talking of? He's talking of salvation. Hallelujah. He's talking of the fact that you are already being been been, been, been betrothed, being betrothed to Jesus Christ. Amen. You are being betrothed to Jesus Christ. You belong unto him as your as his wife. And he belongs unto you as our husband. A this is okay. This is the man talking here. The king is talking now. Is sing is singing his own song unto his spouse. He said, "A garden enclosed is my is my spouse, my sister. A spring shut up. Is not exposed to any other one than for his husband." Than for and for his or her husband, Jesus Christ. You know, we Church of God, we are both we are, we are naturally male and female, but spiritually we are wife of Jesus Christ. Then, as a male, call yourself a wife of Jesus, or is Jesus' spouse, because Jesus is com coming to rapture you as his husband unto heaven. That's why Jesus is Jesus Christ is being called the bridegroom, Abby, and we. The church that is coming to rapture is the what is the bride hallelujah 
Are you a bride of Jesus? Is your garden enclosed for Jesus Christ, your husband? Is your life uh, enclosed for only your master, your husband? Is there any? Is there no any other master or lord or husband that is ruling your life? A garden enclosed is my spouse, is my sister. A spring shut up, a fountain sealed up. Hallelujah. Is your fountain sealed up? Your life, your body, even your soul. Are you betrothed? Are you really betrothed to, betrothed to Jesus Christ? That is the question. Number two. Let's read it in verse, two, verse 13. Thy plants are orchards. Yeah. yeah. Thy plants, Thy plants are, orch are orch an orchard of pomegranates for for with, with pleasant fruits. with Can you see that? Your life as Jesus' spouse must be filled with assorted fruits must be a pleasant garden is your life pleasant to the lord your husband is everything about your life centered on pleasing your husband jesus jesus own a garden and gather that garden is your life your husband own a garden and that garden is you you in particular your life what is that thing that is flowing out of your life for jesus christ your husband did he have access to it? Is, he only, is it only Jesus Christ? Can you, be, can you boast of it that Jesus Christ owns everything about you? Your spirit, soul, and body. Are you really saved by him? Have you been born again? Have you been saved? Do you belong to Jesus Christ? Because those of you and those of us that will be able to mend things correctly, if we find out, as we said last week, that marriage is more than settling, I mean, fencing, fence mending in marriage is more than settling quarrel and things like that. If we all understand what marriage is, that firstly, we belong to Jesus Christ, then it will be easier for us to accept our wife and husband. Provided that wife and husband of us, we are still living together under the same, under the same roof. And God has not, scattered, has not scattered us. If we are not working against his program, and, he are, and we have done it so wickedly, to make him to do what? To, 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 to get rid of, of us from that garden of marriage where we are. If we are still together, then we should be asking ourselves, is our life filled with pleasant fruit for the Lord? For the Lord, verse 14. Read the game again. Let's go number three. Hallelujah. Is your life filled with aroma? Glorious aroma, attractive aroma for your Lord and for your husband. Are you living an attractive life to your husband? There was a message we had in this ministry. Go and check it. Download it in our message. Praise the Lord. 
that we had concerning this character of a eh, of, of Christian character. Praise the Lord. And what we should be unto our husband, Jesus Christ. What should be flowing out of us as character. Is your character, your life with the aroma that your husband, Jesus Christ, is attracted to and comes easily to your garden and have his things from your garden. Hallelujah. Are you filled with pleasant fruits for the Lord, your, for the Lord, your husband? Are you filled with aroma, aromas? Assorted, can you see the assorted aromas? Even as we have assorted fruit, meaning that it is it, nurtured. Is your life nurtured for God? Where God Himself comes every any time, uh, and was is able to assess, to receive, and to take His things from. It is only then that God will look you as a quality instrument in His hand to use for your family to mend the fence. Praise the Lord. It is that quality that is found in you that Christ, your husband, will use. Eh? Because when your husband and your wife is, I mean, when you, you and your husband or you and your wife, you are good spouses to Jesus Christ, he will fill you with quality of character of ease also. Because uh, as both, as, as couples that is, uh, that is having the same spirit of Jesus Christ, it will be easier for you and for Jesus Christ to come through you and do his own things. Even if there is any problem in that marriage, Jesus Christ will come and attend to it because there is an aroma that is flowing from your life as individual unto Jesus, reaching unto him permanently. This is what it means to mend the fence because when your life's fence is not mend first, I don't think there is any fence you can mend anywhere. You will not be qualified to mend the fence for God, because we said last week that marriage or homes is instituted by God and for God and to execute divine projects. So for someone that will be that we that, that will be an instrument for executing the, this uh, divine counsel, then the member of that family must have this encounter we are talking of in the book of Song of Solomon, chapter 4. Then we started from verse 12. We said, he, he said, A garden encloses my sister, my spouse. A spring shut up, a fountain sealed up. That is what our life should answer for Jesus Christ. To him, Jesus, our life should be a spring shut up only for Jesus. An enclosed garden only for Jesus. With a sealed up fountain only for Jesus. When all this thing is flowing as graces from us to and reaching Jesus Christ, then Jesus is not far from there. Hallelujah. Do you see? You remember, Jesus Christ was invited to the marriage of Cana of Galilee and he was present there. Why? Because the marriage was holy. Amen? The husband and the wife, they are right with God. Of course, they are Jesus' family, extended family, but yet Jesus wouldn't have been there if they are not right. Hallelujah. Amen. Looking at you, lively, make, give me inspiration. Amen, Jesus' mighty name. I'm talking to my dear here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, amen. Now, you are back. God bless you. Don't mind us. 
Hallelujah. Uh, now, the Bible says here that in verse, to verse 14, it is spikenard, saffron, calamus, cinnamon, with all trees of frankincense, mar and alloys, with all the chief's spices. This is what this is. This is the he's talking about character, aroma that is flowing from the world, from your life. If you are truly Jesus' spouse, we said when we started that you must be Jesus' spouse before you can correctly or you can be a candidate that God will use, Christ will use for mending the fence of your family. Hallelujah. Number four, let's look because we have 10 points here and we are going to check it very well. Praise the Lord. Don't forget, we are reading from the book of Songs of Solomon to get the quality of the spouse of Jesus Christ. Who will be qualified enough to mend, to be used as instrument of mending things? As mending things is a ministry. And if you don't receive it, you can and you are not qualified to, for it, you can't do it. So that's the reason why we are just taking this as uh, the first lesson to learn. Yes, let's go to number four, quality. Number four, read for me uh, in verse 15. Yes. A fountain of gardens, well of living mm -hmm. and streams of Lebanon. Hallelujah. A fountain of God, a fountain of garden, a well of living waters. Can you see that? It's talking about salvation of life. It's talking about spirituality. Huh? There is a life billowing, huh? moving, huh? breathing through you. And this life is only the life of Jesus himself. And before you are able, you'll be able to call a spouse of Jesus. The Bible said, if you don't have, uh, Jesus Christ said, uh, uh, those who are, did not have my spirit or that did not have me, Oh, let's let's go to the scripture like that in the book of John chapter 14. Praise the Lord. John chapter 14, I don't want to misquote, but I want to quote. Two scriptures are flowing into my mind at the same time, but let's go to John chapter ah, So, chapter 14, I'm coming. John chapter 14, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Aha. Uh, let's read from verse 11. He said, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in, are the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the work, for the very work's sake. And uh, uh, let's read on. Very liberally I say to you that believeth on me, the work that I do shall he do also, and greater work than he, than this shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whosoever shall ask, whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, because that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Praise the Lord. If you love me, keep my commandments. So when you are keeping the commandment of Jesus Christ as his spouse, then you are a correct instrument of making, uh, of, of building his, uh, his house, of, 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 of mending the fence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's go to that John chapter 15, verse 1. He said, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, it taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, it purgeth it, that it may bring forth much, more fruit. Verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, 
except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. So, which means that being in Christ Jesus and having the same fountain of life that Jesus only gave you, not any other fountain than the living water that Jesus only offers. Living water that Jesus offers. John 4 verse 10. Let's read verse John chapter 4 verse 10 to confirm that about that living water. There is this woman that came to Jesus and he was, I mean, that Jesus came to and asked him, asked her to give him, I mean, uh, what do you call it? Uh, water to drink. And the, man, the, the woman asked Jesus, okay, let's go there, verse 10 of John chapter 4. I read, and Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who is it that said to, said to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have, wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living waters. A living water. Let's read verse uh, 38. I sent you, sorry, for. Praise the Lord. Uh, no, hallelujah. That's not where, uh, where what I wrote here was not where I want to read. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Chapter 4, I mean chapter 7. Let's read chapter 7 verse 38. 738 rather. Let's go there together. 738. What did Jesus Christ said in 738? Mm. It says, He that believeth on me, as the scriptures say, had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Now, verse 15. Go back to Songs of Solomon chapter 4. Verse 15 says, A fountain of garden, a well of living waters, is my sister, is my wife, is my spouse. So, what should be flowing out of you should be water of salvation. Are you saved? Have you have experience of the life of Christ in you? Are you imparted with his life? Are you spiritual enough? Have you experienced Jesus? That was what Jesus asked that woman. If you know the one that is asking you, give me water, you would have asked him, would have given, given unto you what? Water of life. Amen. Praise the Lord. So Jesus' life comes to you through salvation by receiving his grace as sinners. When you turn unto him, a sinner, what Jesus over you is his life. And that is what the Bible called living waters. He said, a fountain of garden, a well of living waters. That's supposed to be the what flow from the life of a spouse, of Jesus' spouse. As Jesus' spouse, then, it is only then when you are qualified as one, that fence mending in, mar in your marriage will be possible. Hallelujah. When you are saved, when you have known the Lord as your as your Lord as your, as your Lord and Savior, when you have given your life to Jesus Christ, and the life of Jesus Christ is in you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when you have the life of Jesus in you, in fact, the problem we're having in homes today is because we enter into homes and marriages ordinarily because we love sex. Most of us, because we love sex. Even many of us did not think about women also. First, first I'm a, about children first. Hallelujah. What you think about first when you are entering your marriage is sex. 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 What? May God help us in Jesus' mighty name. And that's the problem of lust. And when we enter into such, into marriage through such, hallelujah, we, um, a problem will continue and to multiply. 
May the Lord pass in Jesus' mighty name. Number five. Let's go to number five. Hallelujah. Read for me, ma. Yes. Verse uh, uh, 16. Are you there? Verse 16. Read verse 16. Amen. Awake. Awake. O oh, North Wind. O oh, North Wind. That is Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 16. And come. And come. Thou South. Thou South. Blow upon my garden, that the spices thereof may flow out. Amen. Let my beloved come into his garden. And have his what? And eat his pleasant fruits. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. Middle of in Jesus' name. It's not there in your Bible. All right. It's here. So I read it. So a awake, O north wind, and come thou south. Blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruit. Ah, uh, I mean, uh, Jesus' wife must be filled with character character and, and virtue. Character and virtues compelling enough to draw Jesus, their husband, to be attracted to Jesus, and Jesus to be attracted to him or her. As Jesus' spouse, your character and what flow out of you must be so strong to draw Jesus. He said, awake, not wind. Come thou south. Even if wind comes and blow upon your love for Jesus Christ, your love will still be what? It will still be compelling. In fact, we, 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 we vividly learn about this as, I mean, as, as explicitly uh, in one of our messages on character, on, on Christian character. And we, do, we, 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 we recommend you to check uh, our messages on character issue then you find what we have what we meant here hallelujah so your life must carry virtue strong enough to attract jesus your husband hallelujah that is only when you can be a correct spouse of jesus christ your life must be filled with worthy character and compelling virtue not only to jesus even to men to receive direction to your to your lord and your master jesus christ if that is in place as jesus spouse then you are a correct instrument that god will use to fend, to mend the fence of your marriage praise the lord the lord pause in jesus name read verse let's read verse one also i yes read verse one of chapter five I am come into my garden. And yes, my that, sister. That is the response of the husband, the wife. I mean, the husband, Jesus Christ, to the to the wife. The wife is desiring that the, that he will come, amen. That he will come and do what? He will come unto our garden. That our husband, Jesus, will come unto our garden and have his pleasant fruit. What he used to enjoy, what he likes most. That is what our life should be. As Jesus' spouse, our life must yield unto Jesus, our husband, glorious things that will make him to, to call us his, I mean, to call us his spouse. And then that will make him to be both of us anywhere. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then 
when this uh, number six, the, you see, we can see test there. The woman was thirsty about her husband coming. The, the the wife, the spouse, the lady was was eager, and he won the he, 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 he in verse sixteen of chapter four. He said, "Awake, O north wind!" He called the north wind and the south wind, that whatever wind blow upon me, it is when you blow upon me that the spouses of my life can reach my husband. Hallelujah! At times, the Lord come to us with wind to blow upon our garden to find out what is there character that is eating that people did not know is only revealed by what by trials amen by temptations by things that happen to us like wind not wind and south wind that blow upon us so at times our master our husband may blow his own wind in order to attract us to i mean to to, to receive from our garden aromas that he loves most that he loves to smell may god help us in jesus name hallelujah Amen. our life as jesus as, as, as jesus's wife or spouse must carry that aroma and the, and any wind that blow upon our lives uh, our life must convey unto our, unto our husband jesus christ the aroma attractive aroma aroma that is glorious enough Amen. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Now, number six, we see in that scripture a, 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 a task to have a husband around her. That's verse one. And the husband also responded. The husband also did what? He responded. When uh, the, 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 the wind blew, and the north wind came upon the garden, and the south wind, and the spices thereof flew, flew out. And the husband said also, I am come. Read verse 1. Of, uh, read verse 1. Hallelujah. Amen. My God. Okay, I am, let me read it. I am coming to my garden, my sister, my spouse. I have gathered my mar with my spice. I have eaten my honey with my own, my honeycomb with my honey. I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, oh friends. Drink yeah drink abundantly oh beloved hallelujah so a life thirsty for god's presence for your husband's presence jesus christ is your husband you are the spouse and see the way this woman i, I, I mean he, he, she, she, her heart in her heart she was praying to have the presence of her husband this is what should be happening to us as believer hallelujah we should we too should do what we should we should we should we should we should have a kind of test a test in us to have jesus christ our master around us hallelujah and that's the reason why we must we must develop good fellowship with him hallelujah good fellowship with him in prayer in fasting in studying the word of the lord if we are doing that then we are correct spouse of jesus christ Another one, number seven. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm coming to that. Praise the Lord. Chapter seven. I mean, number seven. A, a Jesus' spouse must be filled with deep love and longing heart for Jesus. Of course, that one resembles 
I mean, being thirsty for, for God and His presence, for Christ and His presence. I mean, for our husband, Jesus Christ, and His presence. But that verse 7 is talking about deep love. We find it in verse 2. He said, I, li- I sleep, but my heart did what? Wake it. Hallelujah. It is the voice of my beloved that knock it. Saying, open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled. For my head is filled with dew, and my lock with the drops of the night. Hallelujah. Can you see that? Do you have deep love for Jesus Christ, your husband? Uh, How to know that you love Jesus is when he asks you to do something or to give something sacrificially. If you are giving it freely with cheerfulness, then that is the test of your love to Jesus Christ. This woman had a deep love for his for her husband. Huh? I sleep, but my heart wicked. It is the voice of my beloved that knock it. Hallelujah. Because he, she was awake enough, awakened enough to receive and to hear the voice and to know the voice of her husband, Jesus Christ. To know the voice of her husband, Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. So, he was alive enough. He was spiritual enough. Hallelujah. Because of love that he had for our, for our husband, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is the reason why I said before that we must express our love unto our master, Jesus Christ. In expressing our love for him, we must be determined and fix up moments of fellowship with him. We must fix up moments of fellowshipping with him, whether in the night or in the morning. Hallelujah. So let us develop love for Jesus Christ. Draw close to him. May God help us to do that in the name of Jesus. Yes, number eight. Jesus' spouse may be tempted, may be tested upon time to find the expression of our love for Jesus by withdrawing. Jesus at times may withdraw. Your husband may withdraw at times. But when he withdraws, what do you do? Let's see. In verse 5, chapter 5, verse 5 to 6, the Bible said, And I rose up to open my beloved, to my beloved, and my hands dropped with mar, and my finger with sweet smelling, sweet smelling mar, upon the handles of the log. Can you see that? I say, I rose up to open to my beloved, and my beloved dropped, and my hand dropped with mar. And my hand dropped dropped with mar. Almost now. Praise the Lord. Am I, am I, am I, am sorry. I rose to my, to open my beloved, and my hand dropped with mar, and my finger with smelling mar upon the andus. I opened to my beloved, but my beloved had withdrawn himself and was gone. My soul failed when he spake. I sought him, but I could not find him. I called him, but he gave me no answer. Can you see that? Hallelujah. That's why we said that at times Jesus Christ can withdraw himself from you as his wife. In order to test your love for him. And if your love is set for Jesus Christ. It is then 
that he determine who you are to him. If you can pass that love. You see, the wife said, when her husband, her husband's voice was heard, she wanted to open the door, but when she opened the door, the, the, the husband had withdrawn from her. Hallelujah. The husband has withdrawn from her. May God pass in Jesus' name. So, at times, when you call, when you pray unto the Lord, you may not be answered on time at times. Is your love still continuing with your to your to your master, Jesus Christ? So when he come with uh, trying you and holding things away from you, do you still love him? That is, if you do that, that is to that is to to, to be a a, a a loving husband, or uh, I mean a loving spouse unto Jesus. And this one will take me to many of us as believe as as uh, spouses in our family when the uh, 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 the wine finish in our family or when food finish in our family when there is no money in our family hallelujah it is then that uh, uh what do what do i call it now the fire of uh, of emotions begin to burn huh it is then that we don't respond to one another like we used to do before but if we love Jesus Christ with all our hearts and we are responding to him and he brings us trials and such and, uh, and such trial that maybe uh, uh, he brings us condition and situation that is not enjoyable, then that, that should not make us uh, as, uh, as what, what? It should not sever us from one another. It should even unite us and then we pray about it together. Hallelujah. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. I remember one day when I was praying, when I was my, on, my, on my mission field, there wasn't anything in the, uh, 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 at home at that time. And I prayed with my spouse. When we pray together, hallelujah, that the Lord will bless us being full-time missionary. We have to pray, we pray, pray, pray. And do you know that same day, that same morning, somebody just brought to us Food stuff and money without asking at all. Praise the Lord. He proved to us at that time that he can answer our prayer. And before night falls, we have received thousands of naira in our accounts. To God be the glory. Because we united together, our heart was united to pray together and we pray and the Lord answered. It can happen to us also. If we so belong to Jesus Christ, we will not become the, house, the, the enemy of our husband at that time. We will not be looking down on our husband as useless or on our wives as not contributing. Huh? As uh, some, some husband at that time, they will be calling their, uh, their wives liability and things like that. And reactions will be following. May God help us in Jesus' name. We must pass this test of love to, uh, between one another and to Jesus Christ. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Number nine. Let's check number nine. We find number nine in verse six to eight of Songs of Solomon chapter five that we are reading. We are checking how to be the correct spouse of Jesus Christ. Because when we are correct inside of our garden, fence mending will be easy. When we are correct with Jesus, when we have the same spirit with Jesus Christ, 
when the when the lord himself is our spouse our our husband then we do what so of course when the the, the number nine jesus wife or jesus spouse must be an ardent ardent seeker a waiter on god a waiter on god hallelujah i hope verse six and seven is i mean i want to read verse six to eight to that uh of uh, i mean i mean songs of solomon chapter five amen i opened to my beloved but my beloved had withdrawn himself and was gone my soul failed when he spake i sought him but i could not find him i called him but he gave me no answer i called him but he gave me no answer the watchmen that went about the city found me they smote me they wounded me the keepers of the world look away took away my veil from me i charge you O daughters of jerusalem if you find my beloved tell him that i am sick of love a spouse of jesus must be an ardent seeker of 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 of, of god himself of jesus christ he must the love that is in our heart to jesus christ we make that possible and when this woman husband was withdrawn what did what did she do she went about looking for her uh, looking for him the bible said i sought for him but i could not find him i called him but he gave me no answer at times when the lord when you ask your husband jesus christ for something he didn't give you the answer as we said are you still responding to him as your wife as your husband are you still worshiping him and serving him it can be many years of waiting and hardened seeker and waiter we see continue to wait and it is why waiting that the lord will renew strength you remember the scripture the, the, Bible, the scripture that says in the book of isaiah chapter 40 he said they that wait upon the lord it is by waiting on the lord that you get renewal of strength they that wait upon the lord shall do what shall renew their strength hallelujah you will get your strength renewed as you continue to wait on jesus christ being the husband or the wife being the wife of jesus christ rather or Jesus' spouse, it can happen that way. This woman, verse 7, he said, The watchmen that went about the city found me. They smote me. They wounded me. The keepers of the walls took away my veil from me. A woman, because of so much love for her husband. Uh, and then, when she met the watchmen, hallelujah, the watchmen taught her to be, uh, why was she walking in the night? It's only a, a, a thief or somebody that has skeleton in the cupboard that used to work, that, I mean, do, do that kind of uh, working. But what did he do? The Bible says, what, what did happen to her? The, she was beaten. She was beaten. And yet, she kept on searching. She kept on looking. So if the Lord withdraw himself from you, keep on going, keep on moving, keep on seeking. Amen. It is then that you are expressing your love unto him. That is how to be qualified in that garden of marriage. Because we said when we began that it, was, it is your love to Jesus Christ that determines uh, whether you are a qualified member of the, of, the garden, of the marriage garden that will be qualified enough to mend the fence. Because fence mending is only possible when both spouses belong unto Jesus and they have encountered Jesus. Number 10, that's the final one. 
before we begin to round up. Verse 9. Praise the Lord. Amen. Verse 9, they said, What is that? What? Is thy beloved more than another beloved? O thou fairest among women. What is thy beloved more than another beloved? That thou dost so charge us. What was the answer of the woman? The woman said, My beloved is white and ruddy, the chiefest among ten thousands. Hmm. Can you see the way that she's describing her lover, her spouse? She understands who her husband is in his fullness. She can describe her, describe him. When they ask you about Jesus Christ, what will you say about him? How will you relate to Jesus? Praise the Lord. Do you have that kind of spirit that says, yes, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Let's read on to you, for you to see the beauty of the love of that husband, of, of that wife, eh? of that spouse of Jesus Christ. See the way she was describing her husband. No? Verse 11. His head is as the most fine gold. His locks are bushy and black as a raven. <laughs> Verse 12. His eyes are, are his eyes are as the eyes of doves by the rivers of waters, washed with milk and fitly set. Verse 13. His cheeks are as a bed of spices, as sweet flowers, his lips like lilies, dropping sweet smelling mar. 14. His hands are as gold ring set with the burial. His belly is as bright ivory overlaid with sapphires. 15. His legs are as pillars of marble set upon sockets of fine gold. His countenance is as Lebanon, excellent as the cedar. 16. His mouth is most sweet. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughter of Jerusalem. This woman has no choice. He has only he had, she has chosen, she has chosen her husband, Jesus Christ, because she fully loved. Most of us that we say we are followers of Christ today, some of us are following, following him because of what he will offer us, not because we knew him. Not because we encounter him. Our level of knowledge about whom Jesus Christ, our husband is, is what keeps us going in the time of trials and troubles. And the way we expose ourselves unto him, or we make ourselves available unto him, and we prepare our garden so inviting unto him, that he too, whenever we are in any problem, he meets us at point in time, at every point in time. But if you have other, other options or other lovers, there are lots of us that have passed through trials. We know where we went at that time. Even there are some wives, even some husbands in the family, they can't wait for their wives that is looking or praying for ch I mean, children together. They still have one leg outside with another woman somewhere. That shows that you did not love Jesus Christ. You did not know him because 
the depth of your love for Jesus Christ is the same that you is the level that you express to your husband or to your wife. You can't love your husband more than you love Jesus Christ. And you can't love your wife more than you love Jesus Christ. The level of your love for Jesus Christ is what you extend to your husband. That's why we said that to, that to, be, to, 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 to be saved is the first thing to be called a member of the garden of marriage that God made. When you are saved and you are born again and your life is for Jesus Christ and you are answering you are answering is not only answering his name, being called a Christian, but you have encountered him, you have known him, and he has known you. See this way the, the woman was describing her husband. Her husband that withdraw from him. I mean from her. Her husband that withdraw from her. When she was looking for her, when she was about to open the door for her, the husband has withdrawn. And we said it that it happens like that to us as believers, that when, when we are praying on something, we don't receive on time. Are we still loving Jesus? Are we still expressing our love to him as this woman? At the cost of looking for his, um, uh, recovering the presence of her husband, verse 7 said, she was beaten by watchmen. Because they found, him in this, they found her in the city and they beat her, but she kept going. She did not even mind. Meaning that she paid the price. A good spouse of Jesus Christ must be able to pay all, us, all prizes of following her husband. The problem we are having in the home, as I said before, and I want to, the Holy Spirit want me to repeat, is that the level of the love that we have for Jesus Christ is what is keeping our marriage going. If our marriage is okay, if our marriage will not have any problem, it means that we don't have problem with Jesus Christ. Our spirituality is intact. So our problem as believers is because we have not taken in Jesus before we take in our wife and our husband. So when we take in Jesus Christ and when we have Christ to, to a level of loving him so deeply, it will be easier for us to respond in love easily to our husband and to our wives. Because in the, in the garden of marriage, there are glorious things that flows from there that God has made marriage to be. Marriage is made for successes, for breaking forth, for breakthroughs. Hallelujah. As you find the names of those four, I mean, of those, uh, the river that parted into four from the garden of Eden, they have their names as Pizin, Gihon, Hidekel, and Ifrit. Because the river that flowed from Garden of Eden parted into four and flowed from the, to the four corners of the whole world. That is where we have the four uh, uh, continents that we have in the world. That was what God had in mind for making marriage, as we said for, from the beginning. And the name of the first river was Pizin, which, which means flow over, spread um, or spread. Gihon, it's a talk of breaking forth. Idekel is talking of rapidly flowing. And Ifrit is talking, talking of fertility or sweet dream. I mean, sweet stream. So that is what marriage is made for. And that is why it must be fenced and be protected and guarded jealously. But if we have no the knowledge of Christ 
the author of the marriage. Of God, the author of the marriage. So we cannot keep that marriage. The level of your love for Jesus Christ will make you to be successful with your husband and with your wife. The problem that we are having in the church today is because our love for Jesus is not as deep before we meet our husband and before we meet our wife. So when problem comes, so even when we witness before the altar that in the time of trouble, when it's thick and thin, when it is well and not well, we don't fulfill it anymore. Why? Because our love for Jesus Christ is shallow. Because if our love for Jesus Christ is intact, when problem come, Jesus Christ himself will attend to us. In fact, his spirit will rise up in us to know the next thing to do. Hallelujah. Of course, there are marriages that is working, that is deliberately, Satan is deliberately using against God's counsel, against God's purpose, against divine purposes. We, are, we have marriages where, where Satan is using the wife against the husband and the, and the family where the wife is being used against, where the husband is being used against, against the husband. Amen. Hallelujah. So, amen. Of course, we may, I mean, I mean, we have homes where they were enemies to one another. And if that one continues, if one of them loves, loves Jesus so much and have the debt of love for Jesus Christ, from there, the author of the marriage can identify the problem maker in the family. So he can decide what to do after the prayer of that person because your prayer can win your wife. Amen? And your prayer can win your husband. But if your husband is still remaining with you and your wife is still remaining with you and have never left you for another man or for another woman, then you have a duty on him or her. And the duty to be successful in that duty, it will, it will show, it will determine, and what will determine that is, is your, your depth of love for Jesus Christ. We are calling you to Jesus Christ now. We are calling you back to the points where Christ becomes everything in your life before you become anything to your husband or to your wife what is jesus to you how are you responding to him do you own jesus did jesus owns you do you have him in your life are you his spouse before you become the spouse to your husband or to your wife you must first of all know jesus and have jesus as your wife before you'll be able to succeed in mending fence in marriage may the lord help us in jesus name we are calling you to jesus today he see this woman she loved her, her, her husband so well and so much that she have no option than to look for him everywhere praise the lord and the husband that withdraw himself of course uh, this one also can talk of separation in the family. What should we do if we have a wife that's separated or a, a, a husband that's separated? Praise the Lord. Because of anything, we must pursue. We must look for. Because the love of Jesus Christ will compel us to do it. Except if we do it and the Lord stop us doing it. Probably like the testimony of some of us before, hallelujah, that we have had, the Lord stopped the spouse from looking for the one that went out. Because God said, the Lord declared to him that 
what happened was from him directly, were from God directly. And even after many years after that, they still try, and the, 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 the other spouse still try to bring his wife back. The same thing is happening. They could not, they could not even come. To, in fact, it was so terrible. So at that point, the Lord will enter and do his justice to that kind of marriage. If you have a marriage that is separated and you are separated from one another, you must do your best because of the love of Jesus Christ in you to bring your spouse to order, except the Lord stops you from doing it. If the Lord did not stop you, that is the ministry you have received until he's, until he's back. Amen? Or until she's back. Hallelujah. You don't have to do what? You don't have to stop seeking for the will of God for him or her to come back. The Lord will help, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But what will keep you faithful in doing that is nothing less than the depth of love of Jesus Christ that you have. May the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. There is a lot to that. By the grace of the Lord, as we continue in our next episode, we are going to check all this area that we just touched. Amen? On the wife that separated from the husband, and the husband that separated from the wife, what should they do? Can you say that we have a lot of things to check? Amen, in Jesus' name. And you know, we know the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. To check them well. But there are practical issues. Because we can't stay on, we can't stay on one issue as example for our practicability that we want to learn about or we don't want to talk about because uh, marriage, marriage have issues, different issues, diverse of reason why there is problem in the marriage. But the main problem that we have found is that the depth of our love for Jesus Christ before we enter into the marriage poses problem and poses solution also. Amen. May the Lord us in Jesus' name to, restore, to return to Jesus Christ. May our family return to Jesus. May our marriage return to Jesus Christ. May we respond to Jesus back. May we be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But before we are fully restored, let us be restored to Jesus Christ. Let us love him. Let us love him. As we are reviewing, as we are rounding up on this episode, don't forget that we have learned about how to be qualified as Jesus' wife or Jesus' spouse before you be qualified as fence, as fence mender. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. As fence mender for Jesus Christ because the ministry of fence mending is a, the work of fence mending is a ministry from the Lord. And the Lord himself is the one who still helps us to do it. Even until, until we leave this world, we should still be continue to pursue peace. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name to pursue the same as Jesus will want us to do it, as the Lord will want us to do it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May God help us. Is there any question? You can post your question to us. If you can't, if you can't join us in the studio right now to ask that question because we are rounding up now to leave the studio. Amen. But I say anybody who have question, please go to uh, uh, be, uh, you, you have our number uh, zero I mean, plus two three four eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero plus two three four eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero and plus two three four uh, three 
0908098070. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So uh plus three four three eight zero nine eight zero seven zero the lord bless you in jesus name so that's how you can reach us if there is any question about your marriage about this issue that we have just we have just talked about right now so are we wife to jesus christ indeed is the question that we want to pray about now see i want you to pray this prayer say father lord jesus christ help me to be a correct wife or correct spouse for you the death of my love for you will keep me going in every challenge that I meet in my marriage. If I do not love you, I have learned that to love my spouse will not be easy. To beat up challenges will not be easy. Lord Jesus, every vacuum that have not been filled about your love in my heart Lord Jesus, I give myself over to you today. I surrender all unto you. I, I surrender my life unto you. I surrender my spouse unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I give my own heart unto you as individual because to mend the fence in marriage, our life's fence must be mended. Is your life's fence is, men is, is it mended? Is your is your is the garden of your life and enclosed enclosed garden for your for your husband Jesus Christ for your spouse Jesus Christ? We see, we read this in the book of uh, I mean Solomon Kings Songs of Solomon chapter four from verse eleven to chapter five one to sixteen. Those are the area of our study today. May the Lord pause in Jesus' name. So. Now let's respond to this to this in prayer on our own. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. And we pray that the Lord God Almighty will restore your family in the name of Jesus. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. I want my sister to pray for us as we round up. Please unmute your microphone there and pray for us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you for how far you have taken us today. Thank you for the light that shone on our way for because of the words that you have analyzed so wonderfully. Be that exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, for us to qualify as a mender of your fence, be it male or female, there is need for us for us to first of all be married to Jesus. Lord, and not just marry him, but have an encounter with him. Know him in the best value, such that the depth of our love will now keep, uh, uh, keep, us, keep us afloat in challenges in marriage. Lord, deepen and help us to deepen our love for you. Amen. Holy Spirit, help us to deepen our love for Christ. Amen. Jesus, give us an encounter with you. Amen. Let us know you in the real sense of faith. Let us excel in the knowledge of you, in the knowledge of resurrection power, yeah. in the deep mysteries of the things of the kingdom, yeah. so that by the time challenges come in marriage, because of the depth of our love for you, we'll be able to wait through. Yeah. Help us, O Lord, in Jesus' name. 
We want to be qualified to be your spouse and to be able to mend the fence of the marriage that is so important to you. We receive the help. We receive your assistance. We cast our marriages upon you. We cast our heart upon you. We give you our heart in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Christ. Love God. To say bye bye.